Hey everybody and welcome to, I think, the first episode of this year uh, of the Deaf Time Stories podcast. I spent a lot of time pondering about whether I should do this podcast or not, but I have literally a lot of things to say because I am learning myself. And so it would be a pity and a shame if I wouldn't do the podcast and if I wouldn't share what I learned with people in similar situations as myself. So in this episode, I want to talk about a concept that I learned about this weekend, which is called ramen profitability. And I think there's another term for it called ramen sustainability, just because some people believe that there's a nuance between being profitable and being sustainable. And so I kept listening to some entrepreneurship and startup related podcasts for the past couple of weeks and I kept hearing about this thing being ramen profitable and I looked it up this weekend and this is what I learned. First and foremost, I'd like to define what ramen profitability is because uh, this was like the first barrier for me, like what's this? I, I understood what it could be about, but I never uh, understood it fully. So I looked it up and basically being ramen profitable means you're able to sustain your expenses or in the case of the company, a company is ramen profitable when it's able to sustain the expenses of the founders. Uh, for the the ones of you who don't know what ramen noodles are, just look that up. It's spelled R-A-M-E-N and noodles, N-O-O-D-L-E-S. And uh, just look that up so so that it's uh, it's clear to you what uh, what the term ramen profitable uh, actually means, so that you can uh, link it up in your head with uh, with the definition. So being ramen profitable with your startup means that you're able to cover your living expenses uh, from the money you're making with that startup. Um, now, the idea of ramen profitability, uh, I, I found it like the best definitions were in articles written uh, by people like Peter Graham, who's uh, at Y Combinator. And he was saying that basically more software startups have the chance to be ramen profitable uh, compared to startups in other fields, basically because software startups are cheap. So uh, the cheaper uh, developing your, your product and the cheaper uh, it is for you to create and maintain and develop an idea that's uh, related to software, the better chances you have to become uh, ramen profitable. Now, in, in the article I read from Peter Graham, um, Paul Graham, actually, I'm listening to this audiobook by Peter Thiel. I am actually re-listening to it for the third time called Zero to One. And um, I guess that this is where the confusion came. So it's Paul Graham, not Peter Graham. Um, it, Peter Thiel is the guy who... Uh, created alongside Elon Musk, who created PayPal and uh, who invested in, in a lot of um, famous startups that we see nowadays being successful. So Paul Graham also said that in terms of startups, 
um, the, the success rate or the amount of time that it takes a startup to become profitable is it averages around five years. So if you have a startup and you're raising money, you're going to spend around five years of what I called uh, raise spend cycles. So these raise spend cycles are just like um, if, if you've been freelancing or if you're uh, self-employed for a while, you, you've, you've probably been through these uh, feast famine cycles. So there's a, there's a period when you have a lot of contracts, you have work to do. So this means that you're also making money. And there are times if you're not con consistent with your marketing and with uh, the self-promotion that you constantly have to to do you get into this famine cycle where you kind of burn through your savings and through what you accumulated uh, during the, the the feast period so it's the same with startups they go through these uh, raise spend cycles in which they raise capital then they burn through that capital and um when they burn through it, that, that means that they have to raise money again. And Paul Graham basically said that uh, companies, startups uh, go through uh, five years of these raise spend cycles uh, until they become profitable or die. Now, to get to dive a little bit deeper into, into what does it mean to be ramen profitable, um, Basically, being ramen profitable means that you don't need money. Like this is the the core thing. You don't need money from someone else because your startup, your product is making enough money to sustain you so that you can focus on developing uh, new features and delivering uh, a better customer experience or fixing bugs or whatnot. If you need money and you are ramen profitable, this also gives you an advantage in terms of negotiation, basically because um, when, when you go into a negotiation and you, you ask for money and you're able to prove that your, your application, your, your service, whatever you're providing is making money, this makes it uh, a bit more um, relevant and I don't know if it's a correct term, but juicier for investors. And so if you don't actually desperately need money, then you will be able to get better terms. Uh, it's, it's been said, and I've read it online, that investors tend to stall uh, when, when companies come, when startups, founders come asking for money. They intentionally stall so that they can get better terms because if you're burning through your runway and you have three months or two months worth of, uh, of funds until you, you burn out. Uh, it's, it, it makes sense for, for someone to just stall a bit and prolong the process so that you, uh, so that they get better terms, they get a higher percentage of the company or, or whatnot. So if you're in a situation of being ramen profitable, you're basically avoiding this. Um, at the same time, even if your investors are not uh, ill-intentioned and they're not malevolent and they don't want to stall, getting money, like getting investments, 
is let's say easy for you but from the time you actually get the agreement and get everything signed until you actually get the funds uh, there's also a big period of time and if, if, if you don't calculate things properly and if you don't uh, align everything properly, you might end up burning through your funds uh, before the investment money reaches you, even though you already have everything signed and everything is okay and everyone agrees. So that's something to, to also take note of. Now, uh, in, in, in one of the articles I read on ramen profitability, uh, I found a short list of why of reasons why startups fail and uh, the author author boiled it down to like three points so it's either that the market is not ready so uh, you're developing a product but you're unable to sell it because uh, your target market is not yet ready for your product so this doesn't necessarily mean that your product is bad you could have a great product but if if you don't have uh, anyone to sell it to then you're not making money so your startup will fail the second reason is that the founders focus too much on whatever features they want to develop instead of listening to their their pro possible clients and to their users and get feedback and implement based on that and then the first the the third reason is that they end up burning the startup ends up burning through the funds before it becomes profitable and uh, that's actually one of the, the I think the most common reason why uh, why startups fail is because they burn through those funds without um, like too far ahead or before they become profitable and being ramen profitable actually is even like a morale booster because if you're making enough money to sustain yourself you're able to focus on developing the product and so you you basically have a real company on your hands it's not just some toy or some experiment or something like that you have a real company on your hands and so um, compared uh, or uh, correlated with the the morale boost that that you get from 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 being profitable and from being able to cover your expenses makes you want to focus on on the project and on the product and improve it and uh, I've read that uh, and it's actually really funny and it's synced in really well with me your company is in dying mode from day one so at the point where you become ramen profitable you're actually entering survival mode in the sense that you're able to survive and instead of focusing on like oh my god i hope this doesn't fail i hope that that service doesn't fail i must i must fix this bug or this issue because it's uh, really bothering the users you're in the mode where you're focusing on okay what should i develop uh, to please my users or what issue is the most nagging right now that if I fix it's gonna improve the the user experience the customer experience tenfold and and stuff like that because um, when you have enough money to cover your expenses 
and you're not in in raising money mode this means that you're able to focus on the product because uh, I've, I've listened i think in one of the podcasts i think it was startups for the rest of us or indie hackers podcast one of one of these two someone was saying that when you're raising money you're at 30 percent productivity at best uh on your product because all you can focus on is basically raising money so you need to be relevant and answer questions properly and uh, follow up with a lot of people and write lengthy emails and do slide decks and uh, go visit people at their offices and this takes you away from actually working on your business and on your product so um, being ramen profitable helps you get rid of all all that stress and um, all that pressure and helps you focus on the product and ultimately this is the 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 thing that i'll i'll close on if you became ramen profitable and you're able to sustain your expenses this doesn't mean that you've found the ultimate way you're gonna make money but for the time being you have a way of sustaining future development and figuring out what you want to do, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and all that stuff. So this, you haven't discovered the, the final business model and the pricing and everything, but you're one step of, ahead of uh, a lot of startups who are in dying mode just because they're, they're not yet uh, ramen profitable. And uh, to, to close everything off, because I also mentioned ramen sustainability, a lot of people or some of the people I, uh, whose articles I've read uh, said that ramen profit, being ramen profitable is not actually correct because being profitable means that your big bet with uh, your startup, your product, your service uh, is paying off. Uh, and so they suggested an alternative called ramen sustainable. So ramen sustainability in the sense that you're able to sustain yourself, but you're not yet profitable in the sense that you figured everything out and you're able to, I don't know, grow or expand or, I don't know, lay low for a while, hire a team and stuff like that. I hope this was useful. I was planning on writing an article uh, about this and about what I learned, but I figured that recording a podcast episode and also recording it in video format and posting it on as many uh, platforms as possible is a lot more useful than writing it on my blog and hoping that uh, that people will discover it. Uh, I'll be doing more episodes like this one in the future. I'll also be doing video. Unfortunately, uh, I recorded a lot of video uh, in May that I haven't yet edited, yet edited or published, and it became irrelevant since. But now, since I'm developing my own remote jobs uh, platform for Europe, because uh, I'm migrating it, I launched it in Romania, and I'm migrating it to to Europe in, in the, the following weeks. Uh, I'll have a lot to share and I hope that I can help a lot of people in the same situation.